Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Janky Glue Jig. How many fall decorations and pumpkins do you have in your house right now? I mean, like, several. Okay. Plus... (laughs) Outside, de- Susan did the outside the door decoration thing today. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> we fixed the little sign thing that we had. Oh, yeah. It broke, so we glued it back together. Oh, no. <laughs> we used an excite. Well, we, we, I forgot. It like fell over at some point. It has like this <gasps> arm thing that points out to the side, you know, that oh, has like okay. the, the signs hanging on, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, at some point in being outside in its life, it fell over and broke. Oh, no. I think it was like two years ago. Because last year we were going to get it out and fix it and then like got busy and forgot. So <laughs> yesterday we dug it out and uh, rigged up the world's jankiest glue jig and glued it back together. Uh, and then if it needs it, we're going to slam some nails through there just to because it's already rustic looking. Right. So it doesn't even matter. Um, basically. We on on one of the okay. I just need you to picture this in your mind. You ready? I'm so, terrified. On <laughs> one of the plastic totes in the in the garage, uh-huh. we laid the sign down underneath the sign. I wadded up a plastic bag and then set a box of drill bits under it to support it from the bottom. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then on the top to hold it steady, we set a small toolbox. Just <laughs> to act as the clamp, you see, because I don't own any clamps. And so uh, this was how we engineered our sign to be glued back together. It's all coming yes. together. <laughs> so, yeah, she has decorated the fall shelf. We're not too heavy on the pumpkins, right? There's a couple, like, small pumpkin decorations. Sure. Uh, there's the fall blankets have been brought out, right? So, you know, we're in there officially. Officially embracing. There's now a mum and a pumpkin outside, like a real pumpkin. Uh huh. Boom. Do you do you wash your pumpkins prior to setting them out? Because I hear this is a thing that people do. Now I we did not because if you're going for the rustic fall look, why would you wash a pumpkin? Yes. Right. Because yeah. it's of the earth. It's folly. It's like rusticy. It's dirty. Hmm. This makes sense. And I can understand why you would like want to wash a jack-o'-lantern pumpkin, right? To get it nice and cleaned off before you carve it. But no, especially because this pumpkin is sitting out on the porch. There's no need to wash it because it's just going to still sit outside. Mm-hmm. Right. And one of those like little white pumpkin, whatever those like gordy things are, little white oh, pumpkin right. thing. It's got yeah. one of those companions. Sure. Out there. So it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's very nice. Yeah. So yeah, we're, we're falling it up over here. I love it's it. Good times. <clears throat> uh, I'm assuming you are as well as why you it started with that. <laughs> oh, actually, uh, actually, uh, no, we haven't set out our decorations at all. I was just curious oh uh, how you <laughs> like a slacker. I know. I know. Falling behind. We have a, a brand new pumpkin patch north of town that we need to visit. So, oh. 
Yes, it's called Little Bear Pumpkin Patch. Let me That's a weird Facebook name for the one part of Missouri that doesn't have bears currently. Uh, uh like they're down by the lake. Oh, sorry. Bi- I said little bear. It's a big bear pumpkin patch. Oh, oh man. Don't sell them short like that. <laughs> Not even like it. They're going to they're get grumpy with you. But they just had their big, they just had their big grand opening this past weekend. And apparently it was a blast. I did convince, I did convince the owner that they needed to make it pet friendly. So that was a win. Well, hey. Very nice. Hey, hey. And then, Pets and pumpkins weekend event, eh? And then, and then we didn't go. But wow, <laughs> man! Sorry, Kobe, getting denied. We went to a pumpkin patch when we lived in Lubbock, and we have a picture of him from ten years ago. So it's fine. I was gonna um, say that's a long time ago. He probably liked it and wants to go more. Wants to have more pumpkin action. He just wants. And to you're sleep. denying the poor long dog the pumpkin. <laughs> He just wants he just wants to sleep these days. I was gonna say he probably doesn't want to go at all. He's probably like, he Oh, home's good. Thanks, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. He's Where's fine. my pillow? Let's go. He's fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we haven't set out decorations. Um we have been been very slacking, but we're we are coming together slowly. What are your clients going to think when they come to your house uh-huh. and there's no fall decorations? They're going to be like, nope, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Can't leave gonna, my dog. Exactly. They're like, <laughs> These non-festive people. I, I can't, know. Can't bear to leave my dog with them. They're not going to be festive and celebrate. They're not going to love my dog at all. <laughs> well, there's still pumpkins in their house. No pumpkins just, in my house. Just very judgy people. That's all I deal with, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Oi. Oh. Oi. No. No, the, the actual uh, actual uh, problem that I'm trying to solve is I am sitting on a on the second story and my internet enters into my house in the basement. And that's a, I have a place for it to come in. A perfect <laughs> place for it to come in. And so that's where like the router and I've moved the Wi-Fi stuff down there because we've got little things that link together to create a network or whatever. But, All the like little pluggy anything. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> and it works pretty well. Um, I'm just needing more consistent speeds. So yeah. I'm uh, fig- trying to figure out how exactly I'm going to run an Ethernet cable from my basement to my second story. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I know where my box of drill bits is located. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, how are you going to get to the floor? Drill so, bit. Mm-hmm. Right. Not drilling. I don't want to drill through. Yeah. This is my, the school I work at. This is their solution. They just like run it through the ceiling and then just drop it down randomly. Mm-hmm. So there's just these blue cables just like hanging from a wall somewhere. Like, nope, your computer has to go there. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See? I have, I have some four center bits. Yeah. Don't no, I don't get you a nice little hole. Boom. No. Perfect. I have in in so I, I have the option of either I mean I'm gonna have to run an Ethernet cable any anyway, but I do have a a cable coming into my office, but it's wasn't connected to anything. 
So I, I kind of want to see if I can get Megan or the kids to like jiggle it back and forth. If I can see where oh it comes into through the basement <laughs> and then I can tie it onto an ethernet cable and just pull it up through the wall. Oh, that's true. That is my, that's kind of my, my, my thinking right now, but it's a to, plan. I need to, yeah, it's a plan. I need to figure out like which cable it is and other stuff. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> and like, do you need that cable for anything? <laughs> like, right, is it like important? It's there, for, it's there for a reason or they, they had it in there for a reason. And I don't want to, that's the, I don't want to make a change to the house that, Again, in the grand scheme of things, it's not really that big of a change because if you run a cable once, you can fish the cable again. But yeah. I don't want to make a change that's going to make it like less appealing or like, you know, whenever we go to sell it or whatever and have it yeah. be like, well, this is how he did it. But that was the only, <laughs> that's the, the exact way that he wanted or they needed it, but that doesn't fit your needs. Anyway, I'm trying to leave it generic enough, but whatever. That's what goes through my brain. I mean, that's admirable, but also, like, I feel like it, <laughs> that's it's fine. Like, who's not gonna? I mean, that's that's an improvement, right? Like, yeah, it's an Ethernet Ethernet drop. cable. Boom. Yeah. Now you can have internet stable stability Ooh, upstairs. Ah. Hooray! Yeah, yeah. Because I was, man, it was really bad this past week um with with internet speed to the point where i was like what what speeds am i paying for because i'm not getting like any like it <laughs> none it, speeds. it was like none none speeds all of the none uh and i called and they were like yeah no you're, you're paying for pretty good speed and but why yeah <laughs> i was like well what's going on so where I did just, it go like that was even after I had like reset everything and like reset the network and did all that crap. And so I had them, I was like, can you just like flash it real quick? And it seems to be working okay since they've done that. But I'm still like, yeah, I need, need to do something about this. So huh. we'll see. Weird. Hopefully it'll get, it's the internet is the worst. Like it's, it's just so annoying. Like ours is well, we all know that ours is just not good at all. <laughs> but like, you know. <laughs> so, it'd be fine. I went out and wiggled the little thing. So like, I think it was sort of falling down a little bit, our little antenna deal that our internet comes from. And so like, I wiggled it. And I sort of propped it back up. Uh-huh. And it seems to be working better knock knock on wood uh since i did that so nice. yes perfect <laughs> so do you wait, wait so do you guys get is it satellite internet or sorta yeah it's like high speed wireless so do you have that little receiver looking thing yeah that outside oh yeah. cool and then it comes to the wall to the router yeah our wi-fi router okay but nice. like we have the we're cheap about it right and so the susan has been with this company for like a thousand years and 
they used to be like here locally. Well, they they sold the business like a long time ago to this other company. So now they're at like Nixa or something. And uh, they kept us at the same rate because we had been, and we didn't upgrade anything yet. <laughs> so like potentially we could be paying like, we could like upgrade and get like better stuff, but I don't really know how much more it would cost us to mm-hmm. do that. So, but then again, like they've slowly raised the price, you know, and it's still like pretty janky. So, uh, <laughs> so it's kind of like, well, we don't really know what to do because like other internet providers here are like notoriously bad, you know? Sure. And so, we have internet that kind of works. And so we're kind of afraid of like taking that step to going somewhere else. Cause once you do that, you can't go back to the old one that you had before. Right. It's not, yeah, <laughs> it's not it a is. thing you can do. So if you accidentally get something worse, then you're really stuck. Mm-hmm. So we kind of don't know what to do with that all the time. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah. Internet options are awful. And, uh, because we got an internet price, but then it was in one of those introductory prices. And so over the yeah, last... Yeah, that's the other problem. Over right? the last three years, it has increased at set increments. So now we are paying full price for it. And I'm like, I'm not... I don't really like that. Um, and so I try and find different internet providers but literally none of them are cheaper or they're cheaper, but the speeds are abysmal. So I'm like, well, I'm not, I don't want to yeah, get a worse quality product for cheap, just because it's cheaper, but also I don't like what I'm paying now. And so then they do the stupid thing where they're like, Oh, you can save money on your internet by buying a $20 a month TV package. Yeah. I don't want the TV. Package, and I'm like, I don't though. want TV package. Then I'm not saving any money. They're like, Ooh, but you're saving money on the internet. And I'm like, but I'm not, but, yeah right like I'm still spinning no no you don't understand how this works right like no your, your like, internet's cheaper and i'm like i'm not paying for tv now why i don't need to. you're making my bill go up regardless <laughs> yeah i never understand that and i can't it drives me crazy and people fall for that stuff you know like oh uh like that like oh well you can buy this thing you don't need and it will make your bill less like for the other thing, like, yeah, but I'm spending more because I'm buying this, right? Don't you understand how this works? Yeah. Like, I know. Like, those, those stinking, I got in a fight with my friend one time. Not a, a fight, but like an argument about one of those, like, online, like, coupon things, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was, like, buying something, and she was like, yeah, but look how much money I saved buying this. Like, you weren't going to buy that before. Yeah. So, technically, <laughs> you have lost $27. <laughs> You didn't save anything because you were not going to buy that thing in the first place. (laughs) So like just because it's cheaper and you bought it, it doesn't mean you're saving money (laughs) because if you didn't buy it, you, you would have your money still. (laughs) Right. You guys work. You see the problem that we we get, you get this like, Oh, but I'm saving money because it's a discount price. Like, no, you're spending no. money because you bought a thing that you that really you, weren't going to buy in the first place. You Until you saw the price was discounted, now you now you feel 
that you've saved, but you haven't. <laughs> yeah, no, it's totally that, that buying psychology of the perceived value and trying to make the most out of it. And I, I have never understood that at all of, of the, Oh, but what, you know, it's, 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 you're missing out on this. It's a missed opportunity. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. It's an opportunity cost. That's $20 less that I have in my pocket to spend something that I actually need versus this thing. I'm just buying because it's on sale. Like that's not, I'm not saving any money. (laughs) Yes. It's very strange. And I, I get confused. And then people tell me I'm a moron. They're like, no, you idiot. I'm saving money. I'm like, okay, whatever you say, bud. Um, yes, you're saving money. Mm-hmm. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. whatever. Yeah. Now, if you now if you have stuff that you are actually going to, to buy, so there's a difference there if you're like, oh, well, it's kind of like this thing of like, I buy toilet paper every month. Well, if I get a coupon for toilet paper, oh, I'm not going to buy it next month. So buying it now at this price is actually a better deal or whatever. You know, like you can, I could, I understand that mindset. Well, but yes. This, but this whole like, well, I didn't come in here to buy jeans, but they're 10% off. So I'm going to buy some jeans. Look how much money I saved. You're like, yeah, oh, that. Yeah, that's different than if you were planning on buying jeans anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Or whatever you're going to buy. Like that's different. I understand that. Because that's just like, ah, that's just smart shopping, right? But the predatory nature of the other thing comes where you, it tricks you into think you're smart shopping. But they got you, boom. (laughs) Right. Got me again. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Our city is having a scarecrow contest, and I am very excited about this. Whoa. That's kind of a cool idea, actually. I hadn't I thought about this. Like this, each so each good thing. I, good thing you have fall decorations out, so you can put a scare. Oh wait. oh wait! Well, now I have now I have reason to. I could win something. True. What do you what what do you what, what do you win? I win? Let me see. Mm, doesn't say. Well, never mind. Um, Surely something. Something. I'm sure. Uh, no recognition. I, yeah, I. Uh, um. Oh, that's cool. Oh, man. Uh, I They do a lot of things. They do things like that. Well, they'll have like the city's best garden um, or city's best uh, decor- like Christmas decorations. Um, they do that a lot. And I just see that they put out a call for artists to decorate the new community center. So that's amazing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. For artists for artwork to be cited at the at the new community center so come and nice. draw something wow cool and maybe it'll actually reflect the community not like our big stinking silo that just has an eagle on it good job generic oh. silo way to go <laughs> i'm not bitter about that still everything's fine um <clears throat> i can tell you really you're really over that really yeah nice. totally over it yeah yeah, I drove by it the other day. That's why I was like, "Oh, it's growl." Why? <laughs> so, see, it's a, it's a reminder for you to advocate more. I think maybe maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, they didn't ask anybody. They didn't, didn't ask me for sure. So uh, that's the problem. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh well, oh. it's fine. 
Um, oh, man. So I want to know what, I wonder what makes a good scarecrow. Like, I wonder what the judging criteria is for scarecrow. Like, originality, like how different does it look from the Wizard of Oz? Right? Like, that's, uh-huh. <laughs> that's your first, that's your first guess. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, how? Yeah. Originality versus like execution um, of of the idea because there's the like how well did they make a stormtrooper or not just that they made a stormtrooper oh, but yeah. how well is it um, I don't know I think that that does just a stormtrooper count or does it have to fit some sort of like fall scarecrow theme uh-huh. is there a right? theme yeah, that's my question. Like, what counts as a scarecrow? Because you could just put like a mannequin in your front yard, right? No, no. I think you. I think you have to. I think you have to. A scarecrow is what it's made of straw and kind of and propped up. I don't know. Like definitionally, when I think scarecrow, is, is it? Is it though? Thing. Is that like there's straw involved? A universally accepted definition. Is it, okay? What else are you going to put in a scarecrow? I don't know. That's why I asked you. Like, I th- what? What is it? So this, this, if I Google, define scarecrow. Which, by the way, pro tip, all my Google friends out there, when you are wanting to know a word, type define before it, and you get the definition right there. <laughs> all this says is an object made to resemble a human figure. Set up to scare birds away from a field where crops are growing. No straw. That is all it says. Huh. No straw, right? I, no, you can't, because then it's just, if you, but in the, in okay. Let's go. it says. So in the spirit. Okay, so there's the definition. And then there's the spirit of the term. Scarecrow. Has yeah, because this this picture right here I'm looking at is just a a sweatsuit on a a pole, right? Not, so not it's stuffed the, at all. No, it's not stuffed at all. It just has like clothing mm. <laughs> on really a creepy. pole. Really creepy. It is a Don't bit. It is a bit creepy looking, right? Going to. Um, yeah, so a scarecrow is a, uh, according to Wikipedia, a scarecrow is a decoy or mannequin, often in the shape of a human. Humanoid scarecrows are usually dressed in old clothes and placed in the fields to discourage birds from disturbing and feeding on recently cast seed and growing crops. Mm. So. So I guess, technically, sure, you could just throw out a mannequin and uh, and make it work. But I don't think that really captures the spirit of, like, fall, right? Okay, that's what I wanted to know. That's what I want to know in the criteria. So, like, how folly does it have to be? Does it, like, stereotypical... So, so, scarecrows that are not winning the originality contest. Jeans or overalls. Mm -hmm. Flannel shirt. Floppy hat. (laughs) Yes? Yeah, not not original, not not going to be original. Yes, yes. But that is like, and then stuffed with straw. Would we? Would we say or that the, is like a stereotypical scarecrow? Yes. When when the, I think when most people conjure um, of their mind of of a, a scarecrow, say envision a scarecrow or picture a scarecrow, that's what what they would 
they would they would have come to mind. Now I think you can have better and worse executions of that, right? Of a very well done one and a poorly done stereotypical <clears throat> scarecrow. But yes, that would be a stereotypical scarecrow of my brain. Okay. So what what do you add to the scarecrow? I'm just trying to help you plan your winning decor here. What do you oh. add to the scarecrow to make it stand out? Well, um, I mean, I think, I think then if that's stereotypical, if that's like non-original, you kind of have to go with like, I, I guess you're, I guess you're, 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 you're stuffing, you're basically creating a, a mannequin stuffed with, uh, uh, a uh, uh, straw at that point. I guess it, to me, it's the straw that really binds this. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is what I'm learning about myself. Because uh, you could do, you could do scarecrow a, equals straw. Because it's like just a stormtrooper with just straw, straw sticking out randomly from the armor. Is that count? Is that yes, good yeah, enough? In the like, neck. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe add a floppy hat to it, so it's a it's a farmer, <laughs> a farmer one, farmer stormtrooper, farmer stormtrooper. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah or or for us you know we would probably do uh a scarecrow person with a scarecrow dog so do a, a you dog. would put well, you would put one of your t-shirts on the scarecrow to advertise exactly. in the front yard. you know what look hey no no shade i i pitched my services <laughs> to a cop who pulled me over do you that's think true, that's true. i will be shamed into not putting my shirt on a scarecrow i i pff, come at me uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, megan's gonna really be having a lot of questions when i show up at the hay bale tomorrow that's true that is true uh potential tie-in you could dress your scarecrow like a greaser Oh, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't, want, I, don't want, I don't want cops outside my house. No, his old his old denim jacket, right? Yeah. T shirt. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yes. I don't know. Apparently, apparently, what I learned today is that they just they just look they just look rough. They don't even have to have the dim, denim jackets. They just wear wear what they have. I mean, what true. They, what? what Pony Boy was wearing in chapter two. Oh yes. yes. <laughs> but right, hold off on that still. Wait for just a little bit. See if wait, we can find wait, see, uh, another wait. member. But I'm thinking I would. Uh, why are you doing that? I would probably <coughs> go like lame mode right and i because i'm a giant nerd i would make my scarecrow look like a scarecrow from batman <laughs> right? oh there you go like, okay yeah an actual character yeah again not very original but uh it'd be funnier <laughs> it's a scarecrow of scarecrow scarecrow yeah, and put like Scarecrowception. Yeah, put those like little red glowing eyes on there, like like really, <laughs> really get it, buddy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, good time. Do the do the fog machine for this? Oh, for the gas? Or, yeah. yeah. Oh man, that'd be really great. Okay, well, I am looking forward to that presentation. Bingo. I mean, we're not we don't have a scarecrow contest, so you know. Not- 
Time to start one. Oh, time to start one. That's true. Just, I'll just do it and like not tell my neighbors. Like, hey guys, like, what are you doing? Oh, you didn't hear about the scarecrow contest? It's totally real, and I didn't just make it up right now. Yeah. And judging, <laughs> judging today. Oh man, sorry. Oh. <laughs> and then you need to walk next time you're out riding your bike. Have your first place scarecrow contest T-shirt on. Be like, yeah, no, it was totally. Oh yeah, true. Be great. Bike riding's going pretty well. Feel good about good. it. I'm just doing all right. I went on Sunday, uh, Sunday afternoon. No cars anywhere. Beautiful. So didn't get yelled at. Didn't get yelled at. Right. Always a bonus. No crazy hillbilly dudes yelling at me from their passing car. So that's exciting. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> So, yeah, I feel like it's going all right. I still haven't been, like, my legs are still attached to my body. So that's good. Good. Um, now, now you've had the, it's been on a couple months now. Um, do you find yourself riding more in fixed or flip-flop? I have, oh, I've never done the flip-flop. I've only okay. done the fixed one. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So I was a little nervous. I still don't know if I want to go, like, up a size of the rear cog for just like slight more, you know, ease of pedaling. Oh, but like okay. just so far, just like on the roads, like real close to my house, it hasn't been a problem. So I have considered that as an option as going up cog size in the in back, the, in the front and in the, in the one in the back. So you can yeah, really yeah, get yeah. a good, good track race gear ratio. Oh uh, yeah. No, I'm not going for like giant, <laughs> Right, we're not we're not uh, near anywhere near fitness level for like <laughs> massive front chain ring, right? Like fifteen back to none of that. Like <laughs> some of those track gear ratios are terrifyingly huge, right? When you look at it like that, um, yeah, no. Okay, so I've been toying with the idea of going up a size. I don't know if that's if I don't know if I want to do that yet or not. I don't know how necessary it is. I've also been toying with the idea of different handlebar setups, right? So I've been yeah. looking around, peeking around it. Because right now it's just the riser bar, which is cool, but like not a lot of other hand position options. You know, you got one. Yeah. Right. So, like, <clears throat> for kind of, you know, moving around and stretching out a little bit, you can't really do that so i've been trying to look at different options for what to do like do you go like compact drop bar or do you go like curveball bullhorn like pursuit bar yeah yeah (laughs) right oh man i uh yeah i I like drops um because you do have like two or three different positions for your hand that you can kind of rotate yeah. through. And you don't, I, I I don't know. I guess you can feel like whichever one you like with your back. Cause the bull, you're going to be stretched forward. Yeah. Not more. too much. Cause they're not very long. No, right. No, they're not. They're not. So it's but, not like a, not like a 
like a tri bar, right? Not like a rah, like oh, <laughs> I will be laying flat. Yeah. Ah. My knees touch. In my other knees. notes, tri bar. No, just kidding. Not tri bar. <laughs> I'll just go I'll just go take that off, I guess. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the you know, the down with the drops is that you get really compact and you're really you're small. Right. <laughs> so you've got to there yeah. are some which is not Com- it's not comfortable to write. I don't know. I enjoy writing in dropped, um, not for long stretches, but it is fun when you go down hills. Yeah, and when you're really like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the gas down for a little bit and be like, yeah. I mean, that's I'm, true. So that's but, what I try. But I'm trying to think too. Like, no, so here's the here's the the quandary, right? Because on a normal road bike, you have drop bars. Yeah, but you ride most of the time. You ride on the hoods. Yeah, right. No hoods on my bike. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So it would just be straight up bar. Yeah. That's because right now I have a, my, I only have a front brake, mm-hmm. and it's just like a BMX brake lever. Yeah. Which yeah. I might need to upgrade that too because they're a little bit like not the best brakes in the world. So that's the other uh, upgrade path we're going to investigate is uh, better braking solutions brought to you by. <laughs> you just, does it just have the back brake or the front brake? Front, just front. Front, just front. Okay. Yeah. Because I know, I know some will put what on the back, um, but that they typically do come on just the front. Yeah. It's okay. basically pointless to have it on the back because like you're, Feet, yeah, you, yeah. Just, <laughs> you just pedal slower, and it's like, oh, stopping. Resisting. It's just for that like quick stop, right? But like, yeah. we try to get everything locked. Yeah. yeah. So in that case, you're right. The bulls so, would. That's be why I was thinking better. like a short bull because yeah. it goes, it's flat on the top, and then it kind of just goes forwards and kicks up just a little bit because yeah. they're not like very long. No. So that can... is, it sort of mimics the hood Hoods. position. Yeah, right? and you can actually you can actually mess with I think on a lot of those the angle that they are so you can actually bring the bolt the the, the yeah you can tip the bar up just a little bit or just a li- instead so you, of like so you don't have to be totally flat out in front yeah. of you yeah and and it's not there like the other, like bull bar again apparently I learned that there's like seven hundred different shape of bullhorn bar that's what I learned. Uh-huh. Um, but the basic one is the one where it's flat and then it goes straight forward. Yes. But there is also like a track bullhorn bar that like, I guess some like triathlon bikes have this or like time trial bikes. The The bull bar goes, uh, it goes out and then it goes down and then it goes forward and then it kicks up. up. So it's actually like sink down into, it's really weird. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. that looks not what I want currently. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. That looks like a very like, uh, but it's like yeah. hyper aggressive, like track. That's the one that they have like on track bikes where they, they have like that bar. It's like that really, it like angles down and then they have the tri bar looking thing on the top when the, like the real long pursuit thing, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> no, thanks. That's not, that's not the one I want. <laughs> okay. No, that would not be very comfortable. Yeah, I think just the standard one with a little bit different angle on it, you know, angle it up, yeah. you would do really well. Plus style points. Let's be style points, real. right? Always important. <laughs> Plus, the other thing is uh, you can get a set for like not very much money, right? So worst case scenario, 
take it back off again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. See? Oh, no. So like, <laughs> boom. So just try it out for a while and see if it's good or not. That's kind of what I was thinking, right? It might be kind of just fun to try something different like that. Yeah, I think That's so. not an option you get other places, so. <laughs> no, it'd be worth it, too. Like, totally, just to try. Yeah. Um, I don't know where you're looking at supply um, or where you're getting I was just from. looking randomly on the internet at random okay. places. I hadn't really narrowed down anything uh, yet. <laughs> I, I always just... like checking out Bike Nash Bar. I don't know if you stumble across them. Yeah, I think I looked uh, at there for something. They've got some pretty, you know, they they're always have sales and stuff, and they have some decent brands and they've got a lot of I see a lot of like generic brands and their their own they have their own in-house bike Nash bar brand it's actually pretty good uh, I got several like lights and things like that from them that really weren't that bad oh yeah that's another thing that I need to get eventually is things like mm-hmm. that like those little ancillary like uh, rear light would be super good idea probably go, right like yeah go with uh, the rechargeable ones not yeah definitely ones. oh yeah no 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 yeah no don't do don't do the battery powered ones. The rechargeable ones are the way to go. The technology is so good now that uh you yeah, you'll be you'll be good. <laughs> yeah, that's what definitely. So thinking about that. And then just later on, like I don't know what else would be on the list for like, oh maybe. Oh yeah, the other thing that like in the future, not like right now, because it's doing okay right now, is like the well, number one, uh I this I want like dream. I want one of those stupid two bolt seat post things because like it's super annoying trying to adjust your seat whenever there's like <laughs> whenever there's just the one bolt and you're like you're like oh I got it in the right spot and then it tips down all of a sudden you're like no <laughs> wait so wait what what are you adjusting <clears throat> so you know when you adjust your seat yeah right they have they do make seat posts where there's a separate bolt for the forward and backward and the <gasps> angle. Oh, right. <laughs> yes. So like <laughs> dream setup. I need one of those because it's okay. just, it's just annoying. You're like, I need yeah. to scoot my seat back just a little bit. And then like the angle goes, right. and it's like, oh, not yeah. it. That's true. Okay. Fair. <laughs> but other than that, like uh, pedals, right? That's the other uh-huh. question. Uh-huh. Because I have toe clip action, which is not as weird as I thought it was going to be. With the cages? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's kind of cool. It's it's very. It still feels weird because I was so used to when I was younger riding like BMX and mountain bike, where the pedal is like in the arch of your foot. Mm-hmm. You know, so that muscle memory is like deeply ingrained in my body. Yes, and so whenever the pedal is just so far forward on my foot, it feels weird sometimes still mm-hmm. like it just feels like i'm pedaling i'm like nah, it's odd yeah it, it <laughs> like feels- my foot wants to be farther forward but i know that's not where it really needs to go mm-hmm. so yeah to have it right underneath the ball of your feet is where all your pressure is headed it yeah. feels it feels weird to uh yeah to, to keep your foot at the proper angle as you're pedaling yeah but i will say that if you ever decide to go to clips that that is absolutely perfect because you're already, you're training your yeah. body for oh, yeah. that. Already um, there. I did not do the, the cages. I just went straight from flats to pedals and <laughs> that took me a while. Uh, yeah. to, straight, flats to clips. Cause I was like, cause especially when you're trying to just get used to putting your, 
getting into the clips, my brain was, oh, I have to put it on the arch or whatever. I got to do it further. Oh, back. yeah. Further Not back. in the front. Yeah. And so I would just sit there I, on the takeoff, just floundering for like 100 feet, being like, ah, where is it? Ah. So, <laughs> yeah. but after a while, it, yeah, that, that becomes second nature for sure. Yes. So it's still, it's still like mechanically, my body's still sometimes like, why are you doing that? Like, what yeah. Are you doing? No. Yeah. No, it's so it's weird. weird. I didn't realize that I had that muscle memory, like <laughs> that my foot wanted to be somewhere else. Yeah. From my mountain bike, like ages ago. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, but they do like the only thing about like, I kind of like it because you can just wear whatever shoes and it's mm-hmm. fine. You know, um, you do. I feel like it's kind of the, the cages that I have are not like metal. So sure. I don't know. It's like you kind of, they're not like super stiff. You know what I mean? So I don't know if you, you know, we're not talking like power max or anything like that nonsense, but <clears throat> it probably could be more efficient. You know what I'm talking about? But yeah, just like to hold your foot still and, and not like, you know what I mean? So, <clears throat> but right now they're fine. They're doing Okay. I feel pretty good. It's still, I feel like my ankles are real stiff all the time, which is probably not good. <laughs> oh, no. Either. I just, it feels that way. I don't know if it's actually true, but like, I feel like my ankles are too stiff when I pedal. But then I think about it and then it starts to like, I overthink it and then I'm like, oh, wait, no, that hurts. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you try to like over rotate it. You're like, no, 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 no. That's, that's wrong. Don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> don't think about it. Just kind of, that's the struggle of having like think about pedaling. No, no, no. Feel about Feel pedaling. pedaling. Yes, this is this is better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you will. Yeah, if you yeah, you just have to kind of go with with what your body's telling you, and continue to play with seat position forward and and back and stuff to see, especially with your toes there. That really does. T- you have to see like where your knees are and all that stuff. Like when you're pedaling yeah. to make sure it's all in alignment. Yeah. All, I'll, I'll also add as far as small upgrades that make life easier. I don't know if you have quick releases everywhere. Um, nope. But they, they're really nice. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, yeah. No, they're just straight up bolt on, right? All yeah. the, everything's bolted, That's seat the, and wheels. The one that I will say that I would really recommend is the seat. You can actually get an extra, uh, an aftermarket, uh, uh, quick release for your seat usually yeah i've seen um, those and those are pretty easy to do yeah i don't adjust the seat height too much i think i have the height okay right now so that's not too bad but it's just annoying Blah. <laughs> but yes i uh, i did <laughs> the first time i don't know if i told you this the first time i wrote it like i put it all together and i was like okay i got the wheel pretty tight right the back wheel you know uh-huh. And I went to go, I went, I gave like a real, I was doing something. Oh, I was going up this slight hill on the road and I gave like a real hard pedal stroke and the whole back wheel went and just, (laughs) yes, yes. I was like, whoops, that was not what I wanted. Oh no. (laughs) So it like, I did not have the back. Tightened, tightened. Uh, t- so now it's like <laughs> okay, okay. Now we're good. Now yeah. it's good. <laughs> yeah, you really 
forget how much pressure is being put on that one little place. Yeah, especially with a direct drive, right? Yes. If it just goes <laughs> ring chain cog, you really when you stamp on it, it goes Boom! like <laughs> you get a real jolt. Yeah, nice. so it's there's no power loss at all. So when you stamp on that thing, it's like yeah, the wheel just buckled sideways. I'm like oh, okay, so I've done a bad. Uh, I'm going yeah. to fix this now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> at least it wasn't. At least it wasn't worse, right? Like, no, yeah, it just it just like I just unscrewed it and like lined it back up, and it's it's fine. It doesn't sure. So like, well, I was I was saying like, or, or you weren't like in a situation where you were like, ooh, I need to get a little pep to get out of this or get away from this. Oh yeah, no, I was just like on the street right in front of my house, like yeah, nice. test driving the bike. <laughs> okay, fair. So yeah, I was trying. I was trying to get my chain tension right. You know, because that's a weird thing to do. You have to deal with now. Yeah, that, I've never really had to to deal with that because I always had a rear derailleur. Uh, yeah, that, that, you kind of have to just like. Me. Yeah, it's weird. You got to get it in there and then like make sure it's like straight because mm-hmm. uh, you know because you're kind of doing it one handed. You're like yanking the wheel towards you because the dropouts are horizontal, so you have to like put your hand between the seat post thing right that vertical seat post and the wheel and just kind of like eh, pull it towards you <laughs> right so you're kind of like sitting on the ground like yeah. with the bike right in front of you you just kind of wedge your hand between there and then kind of line it up and sort of tighten the bolts hmm. on each side until it sits there and then kind of make your final adjustments and then tighten it crank the heck out of it so it's tight on there yeah. so it was <laughs> Huh. It was really kind of a odd, like, huh? Okay, let's see if I can figure this out. Wiggle it around and do all that. So it's very quirky and like there's weird things that you have to do. Sounds like it. <laughs> but after it's in there, you don't have to mess with it like ever again. It's fine. Ta-da. Boom. Which again was the like the whole point of like low low maintenance right mm-hmm. low everything to try to get back into biking for exercise yeah and i will say that like it is very good exercise if you're just like yeah i just want to sort of like just straight up like fitness riding and like short riding with like one gear you know after like 25 minutes your legs are like all right we're good (laughs) next please (laughs) but already like not to like toot my horn a little bit but already i had noticed myself being able to ride a little bit longer right another lap or so without my quads going "Ah, what (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) i'm dying (laughs) yeah dying dying. so like yes (laughs) cool so this has been kind of fun riding around. Yeah. It's just fun to go ride around just a little bit and then, you know, don't go very far. Cause again, it's kind of like I'm at a weird spot where there's like not a lot of road choices. You're kind of, you know? you're, you're kind of cornered off from, yeah, the I'm kind of stuck over here. <laughs> so like, yeah, I'm kind of stuck in this weird spot where I don't have lots of road choice to go through. 
Mm-hmm. I kind of like, you know, not really feeling the highway, you know, I'm really not, no. uh, no, not, uh, not feeling that, you know? So it's kind of weird to try to figure out like where to put miles in when you're kind of landlocked almost. <laughs> yeah. Where, how do, how can I get some riding in today? Where can I actually oh. go? Oh man. I see you're going to get some rollers going to get set up with a Zwift count and, uh, account and getting I your don't i don't feel like a zwift account is appropriate for a fixed gear <laughs> i don't know i'm really seeing this or maybe just some rollers you know get set up in your garage that's true i mean in the winter time that might a be fan blowing on you you'll be yeah set. i mean it's like wintry you know yeah. yeah that could be it but that's the other appealing thing about the fixed gear there's no parts to get really dirty in the winter if it's like gross outside go ride for a little bit Oil the chain, yeah, done. Back Got in. <laughs> so I have to see where I can get uh, as I become more confident on the road, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because that's the other thing too. Without riding for so long, is that like road confidence is kind of like <laughs> I don't know what you know what I mean. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> so that's the other problem. That's like. Not problem, but just like thing to kind of overcome, you know, like what just like your own comfort level of being out and about with traffic and you know, this is southwest Missouri, so like giant trucks and livestock trailers and the occasional tractor. You know what I mean? Like you can <laughs> Oh yeah. Like, no, one hundred percent where you yeah, you have to like. I, I think just a very easy one is something like like road position. How far out are you? Do you feel comfortable riding away from the gutter? Right? Yeah, and that's something that that I like. By the time I was leaving Arlington, like I was basically just like, I'm in the lane. I am a vehicle on the road. You will move around me. Blah. And new people were like, I am in the gutter. Don't hurt me. Pretend I'm not on the road. <laughs> yeah, but I mean the. Even this side road over here, like that gutter is so abrupt and it's like, it's angled so sharply towards the side of the road that that's just not a super safe place to be riding. No. You know, because like one little thing and your bike's going, like, (laughs) well, in my, my thing was always, um, well, I was like, I I don't want to, I want to be where the road is clean. And, yeah, no and glass I, bottles. No probably. glass bottles because everything gets shoved over into the gutter. I don't need. I can't be riding there. That's dangerous for me to be put yeah. in that situation. And so, yeah, you've got to. That's where you got to you got to figure that out. Um, do you ever cross the highway there? Uh, I don't cross the highway. Oh, I cross okay. this main this like road here. I gotcha. Like I haven't gone across the highway yet. I could. There's several places where it would be like very feasible. There's lights and everything. Yeah. But like, yeah. I could do that. But like again, like right across, it's like very industrial over there. So, yeah. I, I you know, say, I, lots I of even... like semi truck traffic at certain times of the day. Yeah. Probably not the place to go. Yeah, you'd have to figure out. I have found that I always en- I enjoyed riding through industrial places as long as they weren't like. Like as long as it wasn't basically like bumper to bumper semi traffic, yeah, yeah. If it's heavy traffic. Those aren't fun, but usually they're not too bad. But you know that one better than I do, so yeah. There's just like it goes over there, and then like there is 
like technically like it's not really that it's you have to go through some stuff in town uh or there's a side if you can get down this farm road a little bit there's a road that cuts across and you'll end up in the city park right so that's cool yeah it's kind of a little trek there so i don't know how uh feasible it is to do that but that's another place that i could go right that little side back road because one of those side back roads there's like no traffic on it so do that yeah maybe getting to that road you have to go uh a ways well there's just a section of like pretty heavily trafficked road to get there i see so like it's like time of day thing sure you know because like sometimes i want to ride like just want to get home for a little bit and but Uh it's like almost five o'clock so it's like take it easy you know yeah not going (laughs) right now yeah you know but other days like sunday when it was like 2 30 and there was nobody out anywhere (laughs) that would that would have been fine probably you know yeah but so it's just slowly building up the like but a combination of fitness and confidence, right? Of like, how far afield can I go? Just going around. So, yeah, right now, just over there is fine. Kind of. <laughs> I like bad. it. Down by the weird farm warehouse thing and whatever they're doing over there. Suspicious unlabeled warehouse. It's fine. I'm sure. Don't. Sh- <laughs> okay. I will say, um, I I had a weird twinge of I don't I don't know how to describe this. I was trying to describe this with Megan the other day. Um, five houses down from us, we had a massive meth bust. Uh, oh, which hooray. really makes me feel happy about this. Yeah, um, a guy thirty-one and his buddy thirty-three were renting this house and whatever. And it's been this. The other nice part is that the uh, uh, house has been condemned, and they had like thirty days or whatever to bring it back into compliance. And I was like, "Yeah, right. Let's be very real about this. That's not happening. <laughs> like, like this is this, nobody's nobody believes that." Um, and it's been like the only thing that people have been talking about only thing. And it's really, it's really gotten to me of just how, how done and over I am with that kind of news coverage and talk among people of the city. I'm like, yeah, I get it. It's a big thing. I'm happy they busted it. Move on. <laughs> like, yeah. Like there right. are so many other amazing things. So many positive things going like scarecrows. on. Scarecrows. Like like scarecrow competitions yes. that we could be focused on that that would really be a lot more beneficial to everybody's like mental health and emotional health and view of the city than talking yeah. about that thing. Like it just really, really gutted me to start thinking about that like, yeah, that's why everybody thinks certain things about the city is because that's all people talk about. Not yeah. not everything else going on. And I, I'm not saying they're not important and we shouldn't talk about them. But I am saying that when we focus on them and we consume ourselves with the intricate details of the story, like all I care about is that they got those guys off the street and they're no longer producing or distributing. 
I'm happy. Move on. I will forget about it uh, because that's the happy part. I don't need to focus on the history of them or what got them to that point. Like it's over. Move on. And yeah. And, and, but that's all people want to talk about. And it just, it really, I don't know. I just kind of this moment of like, can we stop? Can we just stop talking about that, please? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if if that if if I'm overreacting in the opposite direction. No, I. You know, it makes I get that too sometimes because it's like there's a point where people just like keep talking about the same thing like that, that same like negative thing, and you're just like, yeah, I know. What else you got? Right? Like it's just like. You're just rehashing the same thing over and over and over again, right? Now, I realize longtime listeners of the show are going to be like, (laughs) Brandon, you do that all the time. Yes, it's true. But we do have some sound clips for you. (laughs) Yeah, right. Boy, let's just get a highlight reel going here of all the times I've repeated myself. But it's fine, right? It's trying to be, you know, uh, that's different. Totally fine. Uh, I'm not part of the problem. Uh, (laughs) No. But it's like, yeah, it's just like, oh, you know, here's this. Do you guys hear about that? Like, yeah, sure did. Sure. And then people want to like engage you in conversation, and you just kind of, I just kind of go, no, like I, like yeah, or you just kind of sit there and you start being like, yep, yep. Anyway, and they don't pick up on it, and you're just like, <laughs> that's always the most awkward part for me is people don't understand my social cues of i am totally not interested in this conversation and they just keep they take my silence for i'm just going to keep talking at you i'm like uh no (laughs) i'm trying to ignore you politely why why don't you get about this situation yeah i am trying to help us move forward and you are not (laughs) yeah Yeah, i just i just like i don't know i'm going because the the city's really concerned with like its public image, and they're trying to do this big rebrand that I've talked about before, and that's still yeah. in the process. And it's kind of like people are like, "Why do people think that all we have is a math problem?" And it's like, well, I don't know. All you ever talk about is your math problem, and and not about anything else, not about anything else the city's doing or stands for or trying to change or any of the other initiatives or cool programs that you got. Like, I don't see that on the news anywhere. I just yeah, this is always front page headline, like change the narrative i don't know like i whatever yeah (laughs) you have the power here right like that's the that's the thing right like i know it just part of it too is you know we have clients who know where we live and they ask us they're like oh were you right down i'm like yeah yes that's our neighborhood that's that was in our neighborhood that i'm not that doesn't define our neighborhood so don't do that because that's what i worry about too oh yeah true thinking like oh that's where you live i'm like first off it's everywhere second off that's not who that's not what our neighborhood is so don't even don't even put that on us it just i no, i guess i got a little offended by it i guess now that i think about it like it really was more like like ah like that's that's not what this neighborhood is or who my neighbors are um and that's what they're being kind of kind of lumped in with one another as yeah and that's yeah, choosing to define things by like the most negative is uh, now I am definitely guilty of doing this on certain scales. I will not lie. Um you know, it's the easy thing to do though. Right? Just be like, "Oh, yep. 
you know, you live by that meth house. Like, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, defining things by the, the lowest common denominator are easy. And so we do fall into that trap of it's just the easy thing to do. You know, you have to search harder for more positive things sometimes or like other things, you know. And so <laughs> it's it's hard to do that, especially with something like that, where it's like there's all these other like societal connotations and all these other like things that are going into things like drug busts. So, you know, <clears throat> there's whole kinds of different viewpoints of some people are very like, I don't know, they have an air of betterment. You know, like, oh, can you believe that lowbrow person? Aha. You know what I mean? Like, there's that. There's the whole, like, all this other stuff. It's just, you know, yeah. it's a whole. <clears throat> one of, yeah, just, it's be, it, yeah, yeah. It's, not, and I'm not over here being precious about my image or anything, but I just, uh, I'm not, no, but, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not over being precious about not trying to be precious over here about my image. I just believe that there are better ways to go about making changes than focusing only on the problem or only on the negative. And I feel like some people oh, get yeah. into that mindset of going like, if we lose sight of what the problem is, you know, we'll never change it. So we've always got to talk about the problem. And it's like, no, you you recognize it, and then you make change, and you keep moving, and you you celebrate your successes. That's how you you know. That's how you that's how you make the change. I don't know. I, you know, I'm just me. So whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's hard. I I feel that way too. Like, you know, with lots of stuff, like you know, job stuff, like world stuff, like little stuff. Like it doesn't matter. Like a lot of people just focus on like, oh, well, you did this wrong. Like, okay, yeah, but like, you know, or this is the one bad thing, and we got to focus on this bad thing only. And he does sort of bring you down. She's like, but look at all these other good things that we have. See the good things. Look at the cool stuff. Remember the nice stuff, right? So like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, and I think it's hit especially hard because while those news stories were going around, I got a chance to go and sit with and do a, a short interview with the director of a program called Retrieving Freedom. They... Uh, are a service dog training and matching company that nice. I, I don't want to say company because it sounds anyway they're a non service service <laughs> service service for service dogs that uh, work specifically with um, children with autism with autistic kids and vets with disabilities and they train dogs and I sat in their new facility that opened in 2019 that I never heard about and talked with their program uh, that has been around since 2011 <laughs> that I've never heard about. And this is their national headquarters that I've never known about. Wow. And All right. There you go. Talked Surprise. With, talked with their director for like an hour and 15 minutes and got to tour the facility. And like, I'm like they, so I'll just start with this thing. Um, the average cost, so they match their dogs when they get to two years old. That's the end of their their program. As they get two years old, they get matched with an owner. The cost of that dog, if you were to pluck it out and try and sell it, the average cost is between thirty five and fifty thousand dollars. 
is the cost that has it that's taken to raise that animal over the last two years and all the training training housing vet all that stuff um their recipients get it totally free and they go through an extensive matching program and they like have on-site housing and they fly people in from all over the country to live at this place and it's set like kind of like a dormitory style so they've got a common living area but there's a bunch of living rooms so whole families can come and stay and that so they can go through the program at the end and they can be matched with different dogs like quote unquote take them home and live with the dog and make sure it's going to be a good fit and like they've got a, a desensitization room for the kids you know who get really overstimulated it's got special lights and stimming toys and all this stuff for them and like I'm blown away by all these things and how they go about their program. And I, I am just, you know, completely jaw on the floor talking with Kyle. And then I go back, drive back into town and the news, you know, people are all talking about this stuff and whatever. I'm like, but, but like 10 minutes North, you can go, it's there. They're doing this cool stuff. (laughs) But why aren't we talking about that? Yeah, no, that's a good, (laughs) that's a good point. Like I, yeah, that's man. That really, yeah. That throws into sharp relief of like, look, you're now choosing to focus on this, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, my my the part of my brain that is like really jaded and grumpy and like just angry at the world uh knows that they do that because that is the new story that gets coverage and makes money for the news station that's really yeah. all it is, right? The part of my brain that says, you know, nothing matters except for money and everything is based on that. And uh, that's the whole reason anything happens. That part of me that's like very just like, knows. <laughs> and that makes me even more angry. Like, you're choosing this. <laughs> you could be doing good in the world and you choose this. Why? Why are you? <laughs> yeah, it's so different. Like, there's a lot of it could it's a choice i think yeah exactly of like for whatever reason you know as you said it gets clicks it drives traffic it keeps conversations going gets people engaged and glued to the screen tv or otherwise and you're going that's i don't i really don't like what that says about a lot of society <laughs> yeah right it's bad it's it's that, very disheartening when that you would, <laughs> that in order to get views i have to talk about only negative and then i can't i literally can't bring out a feel-good puppy story and yeah <laughs> like i can't do that so we're trying to that's part of a part of something we're trying to do uh but that was just really yeah. start sounds talking. like we're gonna have to in the future schedule gooder news part three yes, for the old brother podcast right and coming soon ladies and gentlemen uh oh, at an undetermined time, time. <laughs> yes it's going on the notes it's going in the notes yes well uh you have uh where's my you have uh, a good rest of your night <laughs> you too we'll uh we'll we'll do this again next week all right <laughs> love you love you too bye bye <laughs>